I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, any man who can trick my machine can do anything. How did you beat my defenses? Well, those defenses are pretty good as long as the machine doesn't know it's in trouble. This time, I didn't see the danger. I just went in there with a plain old can of acid. The machine didn't know that when that stuff gets hot enough, it'll leap through anything. Uh, watch the trees. I guess it died of acid indigestion. Shut up and breathe more popcorn. Shut up and breathe more popcorn. Waka waka, y'all. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. I'm your host, Nicho, aka Joe, Joey, whatever. Um, wanna thank you for coming back and checking out this episode. Go back and check out some of the old episodes. Give them some love. Um, the situation or the situation. The this episode was supposed to come out in June. I didn't get a chance to record and put my two cents into it, but we got closer to July and I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to put out on 4th of July. Obviously, <laughs> 4th of July has come and passed and the episode didn't come out. I procrastinated a lot, y'all, and I apologize if, if y'all were really, really looking forward to the Superman because I put it out there. I got a Facebook account now, uh, or a Facebook page, and... and uh, of course, follow me on Twitter and all that jazz, and I'll save that for later. But this episode's all about Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. It's the last Christopher Reeves appearance as Superman, and I I don't really count Brendan, uh, the 2006 one. I mean, it's, it's part of the same franchise, but I really, I, I, it's kind of hard because they recasted everybody. Of course, it was like 19 years later. I mean, you can't put old-ass Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. But, I mean, why'd you have to put pedophile Kevin Spacey? Anyway, so that's what's up. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, stay tuned after the after uh, a word from our sponsor. And stay for the outro. Of course, I lay everything down there. And uh, I'm going to do this without a mask because I'm in the privacy of my own uh, uh, workspace, a.k.a. inside my truck. But I guess that's about it for the intro. Stay tuned appreciate y'all for checking it out and of course i gotta plug my old episodes go check them out and then of course i'll do all this at the end blah 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 hi my name is billy and i've been abducted about 15 times i'm open to talking about my abductions to anybody who's willing to listen so i'm gonna be at the bfw on the 2nd of every, or second Sunday, excuse me, of every month. So please join me, and if you have any questions or have any experiences or would like to open up about it, we'll be there at 7 o'clock Central Time in the uh, PM, and uh, we'll have snacks and drinks and uh, an open conversation. It's okay if you were abducted. There's nobody going to judge you there. Yo, welcome back. Like I said at the beginning, I, I ramble a lot. Uh, this episode is all about Christopher Reeves' last portrayal as the Man of Steel in Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. Now, before I shit on this movie, 
let me just go ahead and praise the OG Superman, Christopher Reeves. I grew up, of course, I'm, 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 I was born in 80, in the late 80s, but I grew up with him as Superman. Every single movie. We had the first movie on VHS, and I remember as a kid just looking at the VHS cover, and it's him, like, flying towards you, and in the background you see, like, it's the it's the like a blurry kind of landscape of the city or whatever. But I remember just, I would stare at these VHS tapes as a kid, whether it was the Superman movie and of course the Batman movie with that awesome amberish kind of darkish orange uh, emblem. And then of course I'd flip it over and oh shit, there's the Joker. But the same was for me was, was watching the Superman the the very first Superman. It came out like seventy eight or something. It came out in the late seventies. <clears throat> but Christopher Reeves as Superman is by far like you watch of course you watch him back and you get all cheesy. But it doesn't take away from the fact that the dude was Superman in a motion picture. Like before that you had the serials and you know the old Superman with um I can't think of the guy's name, but he was uh, he was kind of like a playboy, and there was like Ben Affleck played him in his biopic, or, or, or played him in like a kind of a 1950s, 40s, whatever. I can't think of his name. I want to say it's George something. I want to say it's George Reeves, but I can't think off the top of my head. He played Superman for years on the TV show, but there was never a motion picture, and when they came out with that, shit was awesome. Of course. I only seen the first one as a kid. Never really saw the other. I think I, I think I remember part two growing up watching them on on TV, thinking, "Hey, aren't these the fucking assholes that are like that go banished in the first like in the in like I was trying to distinguish. I didn't know, like I didn't remember. It didn't dawn on me that it was a sequel, but at the same time, it was like it it, it just is like. There's more to the story, like like you know. I'm a kid. I don't know what the fuck a sequel is. And so, I mean, of course, I remember part three because part three was the one with Richard Pri- Richard Pryor and and no Lex Luthor. But this one, the main topic of today's episode or this or this podcast is notice for me. If you were to ask me, oh hey, what's what's the quest for peace? I'm gonna say, oh, it's nuclear man. It's the one with Nuclear Man. It's the one with Superman fights, uh, you know, an evil version of him, which they kind of did in the third, I think it's the third movie, where he kind of like, he touched, he did something happen, they, 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 he got, he split personality or whatever, and he's just this fucking angry drunk, and he's like, you know, evil Superman, and and, and then you see, they, they finally, they, he fights himself as Clark Kent, and then... Of course, you're like, yay, Superman, fight. No, don't be made. Don't be evil. And so in this one, part four, it's nothing like that. We get Lex Luthor back because I guess people were upset that he wasn't in the third movie. I remember Superman 4 very, very well because it's the one with... He's called Nuclear Man. But he's basically a fucking, like... If you're a fan of the comics, you know there's like this kind of weird... Uh, cloning experiment that Lex Luthor kind of did 
with his DNA and Superman's. So this is in the movies. This is before, I mean, this is before the 90s where all that stuff kind of comes out or whatever or, or is experimented with. And so I think this one came out in 87, which is ironic because that's the year I was born. I kind of alluded to that. But anyways, um, he... He breaks out of Lex. I'm talking about Lex Luthor. He breaks out of prison with the help of his clumsy, goofy ass uh, John Cryer, you know, pretty ducky from Pretty in Pink or whatever. Um, of course, the cool thing about that is in present day, he plays the Supergirl CW TV show Supergirl's Lex Luthor. So I like how a lot of CW stuff kind of like comes full circle in a way, bringing from the past. Like I know. They in the Supergirl, and I'm, I'm jumping from things. I'm sorry, but uh, they use different actors. They're the the actress that played uh, Lois Lane in the Smallville show plays Supergirl's mom in the TV show, and it's it's all this weird shit or whatever. But I keep fucking jumping from one thing to another. But back to Superman Four. God damn it, I'm staying on motherfucking track, and I'm not fucking wandering off in the woods. So they break him out of prison, uh, Lex Luthor's nephew. And so his plan is, which there's this sub, and it's not a subplot, but there's like this, the movie kind of has this like political kind of background in it. Like super, basically this, let's just run down this, this fucking kid. They had, I don't know why they, they this kid in the classroom. They're asking, you know, what would you do? What would you do to stop to to bring world peace and this and that? And this kid is like kind of like dazing off into the fucking woods, and he turns around and is like, I'd ask Superman to bring world peace and get rid of all the bombs. So apparently, this kid and uh, well, the newspaper, the Daily Planet, is being taken over by another conglomerate guy or whatever some other kind of Elon Musk motherfucker must take over the world and he he puts his daughter as the head kind of like editor in chief or whatever and this paper i mean the daily planet it's your typical newspaper big city newspaper <clears throat> so when they get a hold of it they try to turn it into like the national enquirer kind of like oh like TMZ you know these the celeb these tabloided kind of newspapers because they're trying to sell more newspapers, and that's their whole gimmick. They're like, well, we gotta sell more newspapers, so they're kind of like slinging mud. You know, they're kind of like slinging some mud, and they they kind of make an issue with Superman not answering this kid's letter. So, and all this shit is weighing on Superman because like Superman is like, dude, of course I want to fucking bring world peace. Like, dude, th- I'm here to I'm here to help y'all. I'm here to be that beacon of hope. I mean, and if later versions, you've, you've, we've, all, we've all seen how he's kind of like fights with that. Like, should I do it? Should I not do it? What should I do? Blah, blah, blah. And this movie, I mean, this movie brings not just a, like a physical bad guy, but, you know, a fucking actual world problem. Because we don't have no fucking superheroes. I mean, fuck, if we had a superhero, you'd think some of this shit, would, this craziness that's going on would fucking make sense. And so, you know, so this kid does the typical, oh, save it, Superman, what are you going to do? 
and so it's weighing on him. And so he finally, he, he actually flies to the UN and talks to the different nations. Of course, everybody's, you know, like, oh, don't fuck with the alien. They'll fuck an alien. Because, you know, Superman fucks some shit up. The whole point of Superman is that, you know, because they've, they've, of course, had different versions of, oh, if he landed in Russia, what would he be like? And and so, you know, when he landed on Earth, he landed in Smallville, Kansas, or wherever the fuck is that, to Jonathan and Martha Kent. Yay, I can hear your fucking mufflers. Yay. And so, Jonathan and Martha Kent raise him, and they bestow upon him these morals. Now, a side note, because I like fucking going on, on fucking off into the weeds, there's a movie of... What if this is basically was Superman if Superman ended up being evil? It's called Brightburn. It's directed by James Gunn. I haven't finished it. I've watched part of it. But it's still such a fucking awesome concept. It's like this it's the exact same story as Superman, but the kid's a fucking homicidal maniac. It's it's very it's a twist on something classic. And James Gunn is a hell of a director. I mean, of course, he got into some bullshit, which nowadays everybody's just coming out of the woodwork and going through everybody's Twitter and this and that. And like, it's just, it's fucking, it's fucking ridiculous the world we live in. But back to the main road, Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. And I'm going to keep saying that shit because it is so fucking corny, but... Back to the story of the fucking Superman. Um, so the kid guilt Superman into fucking finally destroying all the nuclear warheads from every country. All the ones in America, Russia, China, North Korea, everywhere. Of course, Lex Luthor is being Lex Luthor and he steals a lock of Superman's hair from the museum. Which I think is the most stupidest fucking thing. It's, it's Superman's hair. Very it, it, the way they have it displayed, it's it's holding like this big ass fucking thousand pound weight. This motherfucker cuts it with bolt cutters. Are you fucking retarded? It's indestructible. If if Superman's indestructible, how the fuck are you gonna cut a flo- a, a fucking lock of his hair? With bolt cutters. Those fucking bolt cutters wouldn't do shit. But all in purposes for the fucking story. Oh, he could, he stole a lock of his hair. Because Superman just like, here, fuck it, y'all. Here's my hair, you know. It's for a museum. Like, can you even see a fucking lock of hair? So, so that's one fucking stupid thing that fucking they show. in the fucking fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck, fuck. Okay. So he steals a lock of his hair and he puts it in this concoction with his with his DNA and he put it in this box. And so the second round of Gimme All Your Nukes, he some he he weasels his way into the into the launch area or whatever. He puts the fucking somehow it's magnetic. So he puts the motherfucker on the missile. They fucking shoot the missile. And of course he's playing like this fake ass general. Like a fucking is, hey, yes, salute, yes, America. And so he does that shit. Superman unknowingly 
at the time, didn't know what the fuck. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break up, fuck up all these nukes. We gotta get them, get them, send them to the sun. Shoots them into the sun. Two seconds later, this fucking embryo-looking-ass fucking Terminator motherfucker, he somehow doesn't emerge as a naked guy. He's already got his fucking costume. Why? Because Lex Luthor put some fucking fabrics clippings into the fucking box with the fucking hair that he cut with fucking bolt cutters and there's this fucking concoction of oh me and superman i'm gonna find i'm finally gonna build me a superman killer and rule the world and blah 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 so that's what happens he fucking comes out of the sun fully dressed <laughs> flies apparently he knows where to fucking go so he flies to the fucking penthouse that Alexis live in there staying at or whatever and he talks like him. He talks, he has, uh, I don't know who the actor is, but I don't think he's acted in many, much stuff since. But he's fucking, he flies to the penthouse and he just, you know, he talks just like Gene Hadrid, Lex Luthor, I'm going to say Gene, Gene. And, but he gets away from the window. He gets away from the source of, his power which is the sun and the motherfucker like shuts down like fucking robot style like his fucking his his birth or whatever his the origin of his birth being the sun is the one thing that can fuck him up of course you need something you can't have a bad guy just as strong and, and and invincible as the as the hero but god I mean, Superman, it, 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 Kryptonite is his, is his, uh, is his, you know, his weakness. This motherfucker's weak from the sun. Just throw a blanket on the motherfucker, and it's over. You know what I mean? So, with all this going on, Superman and or Clark is this girl that's becoming this like fucking, you know, my daddy owns the paper. He. She's infatuated with him. So she starts kind of like wooing him. But of course Superman, a.k.a. Clark, whatever, is in love with Lois. Oh, which is another thing that fucking happened. Uh, he, Okay, if you've seen all the movies, you know he reveals himself to her a bunch of fucking times. Or at least once because she, she wasn't, I don't think she was in part three. So she, he reveals himself to her in part two. But, of course, he wipes her memory, which is kind of fucked up. How the fuck did he do it? She doesn't remember it. But in part, in this one, he, when he's having that dilemma of, like, should I, throw, should I destroy all the nukes or should I not? And all that bullshit. He's, he, he reveals himself to her by throwing her off the fucking balcony. No, no, no. He falls off the fucking balcony. He he just he just walks out and then she freaks because she's he's Clark, he he's coming to her as Clark Kent, and he takes her. Of course, he takes on his fucking Aladdin fucking fly across the country and it's a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes and put my dick in your mouth. But probably kill you with my Kryptonian semen, which is uh kind of weird for me to say that out loud, only because. I did, it's called Mad Libs, it's, it's an app where you kind of dub over, like, different clips, and if you follow me on Twitter, my main account, you know I've been doing them lately, 
and just being a fucking fool. And there's a couple I did I haven't put out yet that are kind of Christopher Reeve Superman dubs. <laughs> and uh, if you listen to this podcast and you listen to this episode, go and check out that Twitter because I'm probably going to put it out a little bit later. Go look at that tweet and you'll know what I'm talking about. And then give this motherfucker a like and a retweet and share with your friends and foes. Anyways, back to what I... He reveals himself to her. She talks him into, like, just, you know what to do. You, you, you've you always had this, pos- you know, this this moral compass and blah, blah, blah. He zaps her fucking memory again. So she, for, she, so for like, I don't know, for like a fucking half an hour, she, she, her memory was like intact and shit. And she's like fucking, oh my God, Clark is Superman and blah, blah, blah. what's life going to be? And you know, all these random thoughts she's going to fucking have in her head. And he zaps her fucking memory and be like, nah, bitch, it's cool. Like, what the fuck? That's fucked up, dude. So, so now he's, you know, they, they had this weird double date, which is like a fucking, like, old sitcom, like, oh, how do I date two women at the same time? Oh, boy meets world. <laughs> kind of like, oh, I'm going to be with the penguin. I'm going to be with whatever, Sally, Mc, Sally McDougal or whatever. And so they do this shit. So it's Clark with the editor's daughter or whatever, the owner's daughter, and then Superman with Lois. And he's going from upstairs to downstairs and all this other craziness. And it's like, you hope it's like it's happening. You're watching it happen. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You don't want this thick eyebrowed, goofy looking ass fucking, uh, what's her name? Meredith Hemingway or some shit like that. So, ironically, throughout this whole process, that chick, the editor's daughter, she, you see her transforming from like this, oh, daddy made me a newspaper editor, blah, 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 to like, that's this is wrong. This is this stuff is we're putting out there is wrong. Like she, you start to see her develop as a person, which is cool, you know, for you know, for the audience. You see, okay, well maybe she's not so bad. Um, but somehow the fucking nuclear man, I guess he notices her, or she, or she put out a story and he saw the paper. I can't really remember off the top of my head. So he starts stalking her, and he's tearing shit. Up, he's fucking just—he's like a like a fucking kid with a fucking loaded, you know, super soaker with hot sauce or something. He's fucking spraying in people's eyes, blowing up buildings. He's going around. They're fighting, and they and and he uh oh fuck no no they don't they don't fight for at this time. At this time he's fight he's looking for her, so he fucking goes up to the penthouse to her, and he Superman tricks him. Like it's just so fucking corny the way he does. He's like, "Oh, don't come in here. She's not. She's not in here." In the elevator, and the fucking dude goes in the elevator, and he powers down. See, at this time, Superman kind of figured out what Lex Luthor was doing when he, because Lex Luthor was, "Hey, you can't only hear me on this frequency. This is KF ninety nine XM radio before XM radio was a thing, and you can only hear me on this frequency. So come to my house. Uh, I got lemonade." And so Superman goes over there, and that's you know when he meets his opponent. And so they have a, they have a couple of scuffles or whatever, and then I think this is, this is their first time when they fight. He scratches them or some shit, and he literally gives he literally gives Superman like radiation poisoning. Like Superman is like like got the Rona. He's all fucking bundled up in the fuck in his house, and he has his his cape. He lost his cape, so they send the cape to the fucking the newspaper people. 
And then Lois says, this isn't yours. This doesn't belong to you. And so she takes it, which makes perfect fucking sense. And she takes it to Clark. Now, at this time, you're like, bitch, I thought you didn't know he was Superman or not. But she, I don't know if she was playing it off or what the fuck's going on. Because she ends up giving him the cape. Like, this is for Superman. And I know you talked to Superman. You know him on a personal level. And this. Can you give me some dick pics? Like, oh my god, I want to see what Superman's wearing. And bitch, you can't handle you can't handle Superman's load. One, only one only person probably could take Superman's load is Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? She probably got like a uterus like made of steel and shit. You, 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 Superman busts a nut in the lowest lane. Next thing you know, he's got to deal with a fucking dead body, and he, he can't be going back in time, spinning the fucking planet. You know, every fucking time she dies and some like, ah, why did you die? You know, this fucking total bullshit. But nonetheless, Superman ends up fighting. He gets better. He ends up fighting him again. And this is when he tricks him into the elevator. Now, he takes the elevator to the fucking moon. On the light side of the fucking moon. If the motherfucker weakness is darkness, put his ass on the dark side of the moon. But at the same time, it's like you can't see nothing because it's a movie and blah, blah, blah. But... Why didn't he just sit like he 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 escapes of course he's like oh you rabble rabble so they fight again he ends he drives him into the fucking ground he, superman is like driven into the fucking moon ground and they have this moon fight which is the funniest shit um there's a lot of space in this fucking film like now that I'm thinking about it, the beginning of the film starts off with him helping some Russian Soviet astronauts. Then he takes he you know he takes the nukes into the into the sun in space, and they're on the fucking moon. And oh, I think the chick was there too. Like, first of all, how's the fuck that bitch surviving on the moon with no oxygen? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I mean, Superman. That's always been a fucking... That always boggled my mind. How can he survive in the fucking... In the space? Doesn't he, he breathe? Need needs oxygen too? But... That's just... Fucking... Just movie magic. Just... You know, just... Don't think about it. It's a movie. It's it's fantasy. Don't think... Don't think too much into it. And I think that's the problem with what's going on. A lot of things... People take... They read too much into it. When it's just as simple as fucking being a company that makes maple syrup. Seriously. Yeah, you can change the name, but... You should have... Actually, she should have changed the picture. You know? I don't know. Fucking world is crazy. All I know is... I want to do what's bright... What's best for me and my family. I want to entertain you people... With my goofy analysis of these bad movies. And, you know, just know for personally, for my, for me, is that you do, you do unto others what you'd want done to you. The, the golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, don't be an asshole on the fucking road and then expect to be fucking, I don't know, karma all that bullshit but that's gonna be it for this episode of course Superman wins at the end and he sends I oh he sends fucking uh, Lex Luthor's nephew to Boys Town that always seemed weird to me like well, there's a fucking place called Boys Town even as a kid 
Like, that don't sound right. Boys Town? And, of course, you hear of Boys Town in Mexico. <laughs> I don't know if you have. If you haven't, then, you know, that's, that's a whole other can of worms. Um, but, of course, Superman wins, and, and they get the paperback, and, and, you know, everything's back to normal-ish. And you would expect there to be another sequel, right? <clears throat> there was 19 fucking years later with 2006's Superman Returns, which I never really liked the fucking th- the name because, I mean, obviously you had Batman Returns and so it was like Superman Returns. Like, is, when it came out, people were like, is it part of the Christopher Reeves or... And, you know, what's the story? And, and of course, the story is that Superman took off for a long-ass fucking time and ends up coming back. And next thing you know, Lois Lane has moved on and and Lex Luthor's building fucking kryptonite bathtubs in his basement. I don't fucking know. I got to go I gotta go back and rewatch that. But I didn't want to... When I talk about movie franchises, I'm mainly talking about... I don't even know how to say it. Because I still don't know if Superman Returns is part of the Christopher Reeves. Like, to me, the all four Christopher Reeves movies, that's one Superman franchise. Kind of like, you know, like... Well, the first four Batmans, which are just, like, three different actors. But they're all connected because... uh, Because of Alfred. They they use the same Alfred in Commissioner Gordon. So, of course, they're... You know, but... I see Christopher Nolan's Batman as a separate franchise from, you know, the Tim Burton, Joe Schumacher um, Batman movies. And, of course, you got the newer ones that are coming out with Ben Affleck uh, or the ones that Superman Returns or, nah, I mean, Batman vs. Superman and then the one with the Justice League, which, ironically, I know it's been a while, but they're coming out with the Snyder Cut. And, of course, everybody's getting all hyped up about it. It don't come out till fucking next year. Who knows if we're still going to be a fucking round with everything that's fucking going on. But I'm excited for the Flash movie because they announced that Michael Keaton is going to return as Batman. Now, if you know anything about the Flashpoint storyline, and, and now I'm off into the weeds again, and I'm sorry. But, you know, it's what's popping in my head right now is the, the Flashpoint uh, storyline is basically Flash goes back in time to save his mother. He can travel. He, he's been able. He's discovered. Oh, I can run fast enough to go back in time. So he goes back in time, saves his mother's life. When he comes back, everything's different. Of course, it's that whole butterfly effect. You know, you change one thing, you know, a bunch of shit else, else changes. And so he, in the in the comic books, and if you've seen that, I would go. I would say go watch all the animated movies. To get a better understanding of what's, you know, if you don't want, I don't want to read new comic books. I get it. But I would recommend the animated movies, the DC animated movies. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend Under the Red Hood. That's, a, that's an awesome storyline. And then, of course, the Flash, uh, Flashpoint or Flash, uh, Flashpoint. Uh, I think it's, it's called Flashpoint. And then, uh, with the, like, that, like I said, the storyline is that he goes back in time, saves his mom, blah, blah, blah. He comes back and... Uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are in a war. Superman was they they found him and they like the government kept him isolated. So there's just the world without Superman. Batman is Bruce Wayne's dad, 
and the Joker is Bruce Wayne's mom, and Bruce Wayne is dead. So that whole origin of, of you know the original Batman, like Bruce Wayne lost his parents. Well, it's you know Bruce Wayne died in that alley or whatever, and his parents ended up taking the mantle of these two iconic uh, characters. I mean, the the Flashpoint Batman is a little bit more. Like, he, he kills, he uses guns and stuff like that. A lot of stuff that Batman doesn't do or use. And then, of course, the whole, his mom being the Joker, kind of, I think they just, I don't know. It just, it came, it comes off weird, but it's like, well, makes sense. You went crazy, and then she took on this evil clown monitor, whatever. But I recommend watching the animated vision, the, uh, versions of the, you know, you can find them on, you can probably find them on DC Universe, the app, and of course HBO Max, because now they got some kind of partnership, or whatever. Which I don't know. They already had a fucking pay subscription kind of deal with HBO now, but I guess they wanted to make it flashy and all this other bullshit, so they turned it into called it HBO Max. Fucking ex- twelve something a month, like really? What the fuck? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to to buy or get a free whatever, get my subscription or whatever, only because. I kind of want to see the Snyder Cut. I mean, it's been hyped up, and of course they're going to come back and do reshoots or whatever and, and spruce it up, but, I mean, let's be honest. DC fucked up their shared universe. I think with the exception of Wonder Woman and maybe Aquaman, everything else, I mean, you've you've got a dozen, dozen Batmans, you've got a dozen Supermans, and then... You know, people were just shitting on Batman versus Superman, which I thought that Ben Affleck as Batman is badass. He's it, it when I watched it and 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 all this other stuff that was, it was very fucking awesome. What they and then with Ben Affleck leaving and this and that, it's like what the fuck are they doing? Um, I'm very hopeful for Robert Patterson's The Batman, only because, I mean, a younger version of Batman, year one or whatever, is is very it's 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 a way in the right direction. But if you're not gonna have Ben Affleck as the older Batman, then what's the fucking point? What's the point of having eight different guys portraying the same fucking like? I get Robert Pattinson being the younger version or whatever, cool. But if you're gonna make him the Batman in the next movie, that don't make no fucking sense. Ben Affleck needs to get off his fucking high horse and and just fucking finish out if they're going to do another Justice League. Who knows, dude? But, like, who knows if he's even going to be in the fucking Flash movie? The Flash movie has been in fucking hiatus or whatever. It's been development for years. And it's like, you know, he, he was he was all right in fucking in, in the Justice League movie. I mean, the whole beating up a fucking girl in the alley or a fan or whatever didn't really do him any favors, but... Uh, that's, that's about it, guys. <laughs> I think I gave you enough info on Superman, and and of course I gave you some uh, DC uh, cinematic universe news and whatnot. So uh, the last thing to do is to send it to the outro. So see you on the other side, y'all. Okay, and if you want to 
if you don't have one, you can go to Teespring store and say, set up Rickroll something, I don't know, popcorn? I, I don't know. But it's in the description, and you click the thing, the link's in it. And the next thing you know, you can you can appear on the dirty website where you see the girls with the boobies. <laughs> and you go kiss it all the good. <laughs> I looked on dirty magazines, I found under my daddy's bed. So, I forgot what I said, but you know what? It's okay, because it's, it's lunchtime. I'm going to go eat me a sandwich. Bye-bye. Well, 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 that's going to be it, y'all. Appreciate you dealing with my rambling and everything. Um, of course, I want to send y'all to all the awesome people of the hashtag Network Familia Umbrella. Uh, some awesome people that include this hashtag on Twitter. And a lot of reach, a lot of awesome podcasters, artists, physical artists. They're killing it with their... Uh, with their physical art awesome job out there with of course you got DJ Chicken Joe you got rap artist Dirty White just amazing people out there very cool having uh, um, not physical but social interaction with them of course you got the dude Everett Anthony with his Ill House Comedy Podcast you got the Geekdom Fancast Being Mike D show out of the east or out in the fucking east coast or not east coast west coast over there in the bay area sorry fuck that up guys <laughs> and then of course you got tito that's wild vibing and uh he has a sports show too i was hoping to hear some more especially with everything that's been going on about what's going on in the news of the sports world Hopefully he hasn't stopped doing that. I know it's it's hard to do shows and, and you know you got work and everything's different. It's hard to you know crunch time or make time for it. I know it is for me because pers- on a personal level, it's hard for me to record with my girls in the room <laughs> and of course you know with the, with the baby you don't know making noise and it's it's a whole it's a bunch of BS going on and I want to first of all apologize to everybody. If you were hoping to hear this episode before the beginning of July, uh, I realized I was coming down to the wire, and I'm like, man, I'll just save it for Fourth of July weekend. We're on the other side of the Fourth of July weekend, so I want to apologize for that. I do appreciate y'all listening. I do appreciate y'all uh, downloading this, these podcast episodes. Um, go to my Teespring store, buy buy a shirt, show some love. You know, I, I try to put out some uh, some promo codes to kind of save y'all some money and stuff. I need to go back. I need a lot of this stuff. I, I've just been I've been far away of just even going into it, which is with making more designs and 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 putting more stuff out there. Uh, the Patreon, I don't even think I want to. I mean, I want to do a Patreon, and I have stuff out there, but I don't know what to put out. So a lot of the stuff I put out there on Patreon is on the free level, just you know go out there check it out if see something you like whatever uh all my links to all these places my twitter my instagram and my now my facebook page is going to be in the description and all my links link one place just click on it it'll take you to a page it's you'll see everything that i that i'm on um i appreciate y'all listening 
uh, hopefully y'all are being safe out there and you know wear your mask as corny and as shitty as it is to have a fucking piece of cloth or whatever in your face and people can't hear you at the checkout line and this and that in the long run it will help I just wish that you know this didn't I mean there's a lot of issues and a lot of stuff going on I mean here in Texas we opened up in the beginning of May and it's already the beginning of two months later of July and fucking everything is just bonkers the fucking cases have gone up and it's just it's it's crazy so y'all be safe out there you know if you ain't laughing you ain't living and if you ain't living I mean hopefully it's it's I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with that that's kind of I got kind of fucking deep right there god damn so with that being said you ain't laughing you ain't living baby take everything in stride you know keep a positive mental attitude and just don't be a dick to people you know what I'm saying appreciate y'all peace love chicken grease spoony love from up above on to the next one guys see you later